Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, this week I want to talk about attitude. Recently, I had a crazy set of circumstances. I mean, I know this comes in rounds for all of us, but I've been dealing with hives for several months. I'm sure it's stress-related. I have all kinds of opinions coming in all the time, which I'm thankful for your concern and your interest. And I've tried 95% of the things that have been recommended to me. So I'm having a lot of fun problem-solving with my body right now. But uh, I've been dealing with hives. Sometimes they get really painful and intensified in different seasons of life. And so I have just been secretly weathering that in the background of things. And then... Something else came up, which is an exciting opportunity, but it represented a lot of other things that I need to get in order. And so I just decided I'm going to have a great attitude about this. I was tempted for a minute to be toxic about it. And then I was like, why? Is it just like more interesting to complain? But there have been times where I will just find myself in the habit of pointing out negative things. And so I've caught that where it's like, Let's just talk about how great things are. And this is how my grandpa used to live. He had a limp, like one leg was much shorter than the other because he had cancer as a kid and had some of his body removed like from his hip. And so he had like a fused situation. So he would limp dramatically from like probably I think six inches or five inches down. Like for a while he had one shoe that was taller than the other and he decided it was awkward and cumbersome, so he started just learning how to walk with a limp. And he was just this fascinating man who was just jolly. He was happy, and he was just so grateful to be alive. I remember I was in Kosovo, and I was with my friends, and we were in a band, <laughs> and we performed, and we had a huge group of people and all these people with machine guns lining the stage because of the nature of the culture at the time was really intensified and and really crazy so we had to hire all these guys for protection and it was just quite a scene and there were thousands of people there and my grandpa sat on the stage on top of one of the speakers and the speakers were huge we had uh i think we rented the same stuff that bill clinton who's very popular in kosovo for political reasons he had used the same stage and set up like a week before so that was our big our encounter with a president at that point. But my grandpa sat on the stage and sat on the speaker and it was so loud and he just giggled and he was so proud of us. And I just watched him love life. He loved to be alive. And we even went to this waterfall one day and he fell and he hurt himself. And he was just not a complainer. He didn't point out pain. He didn't point out discomfort. And I just remember thinking, I want to be like that. And I had another relative who's no longer with us, so I have no problem telling you about, who complained every day. All they would talk about was their pain, their upset, their discomfort. And it was so opposite of my grandpa. And I just remember thinking, it's so negative to always be draped in concern and negativity, like drenched with negative thoughts, negative attitude, negative observations. It seemed like that was what they were looking for. They would wake up sore and tired and mad that they had to go to the grocery store. And it's like, if you just pull yourself back and you look at your life, First of all, we're on this timeline. We're born and we're just here 
and you get to be three and four and five and six. And then all of a sudden you're in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s. Why not enjoy every day? Because our lives are just literally a string of days all paper clipped together. And it's an amazing quality of life if we can look at it more like my grandpa and not like the other family member who shall remain nameless even though they're no longer with us I don't want to be disrespectful but I'm telling you it was one of those observations that you're just like wow I'm gonna celebrate the simple things I choose to not focus on the hives but I choose to function anyway I choose to still have a quality life because it really is about your mindset and this thing, this opportunity came up and then all of a sudden my world just started spinning and I had to go into crazy mode, crazy mode to make this thing happen. It's hard to explain without telling the whole story, but I just decided I'm going to have a great attitude. I'm going to look at this like it's a privilege. I'm going to look at this like it's an honor. You know, traveling around the world, it really gives you an interesting view of like, I can go 10 minutes and pretty much get anything I need. I can get copies made at Kinko's. I can go to the grocery store and get any food I can think of pretty much. And then I have foreign grocery stores that are a little bit further out of the way, but I can get even cooler stuff from around the world in those places. And I can get all my needs are met. I have shelter. I have water. I have food. Like there are some wonderful things to be very thankful for. And the more that you travel and realize how blessed we are. And by traveling, I just mean you get to see parts of the world where their basic needs are what they're thinking of every day. Where am I going to get my food? Where will I have shelter today? I hope I can find enough water. It's fascinating. And it changes your worldview where instead of thinking about yourself and like my hives at the end of the world, no, they're not. It's no big deal. Like it's a bummer. It's annoying. It's painful. But in the big scheme of life, this is not slowing me down. Of course, I'm using wisdom. I'm trying not to stress my body out. I'm learning how to take better care of myself. But it is by no means determining the filter of my day. You know what I'm saying? And if you just choose to have a great attitude, I believe it's a choice. I believe it's a habit. And when tons of annoying things happen, when people are late, when things don't go your way, when you get pulled over three times for the same thing, whatever is going on, you have this filter that you're like, oh, well, this isn't important to me. This isn't the end of the world. Even if your finances are messed up, which can be really stressful, I'm telling you, keep it in perspective. At least I have my health. Or if you don't have your health and you're struggling with your health, at least I have today and I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like celebrate what you can because that kind of filter creates a much better life and choosing I am going to do the best that I can with what I can do today is one of those lifestyle choices that everybody else is like, why are you so annoyingly happy? And it's because I chose to be. And it's like all these annoying things are happening to me too, just like everybody else. I still have to go to the DMV, just like everybody else. I still have to go to the doctor. I still have life happening. We're in this world together, but choose to be like my grandpa. Choose to say, I'm going to enjoy this. My dad will even find, I'll find him or he'll find me and just say, sit on this bench with me and let's watch the sunset. And he just has that kind of thing. And I know it's from my grandpa too, just the, the lifestyle of savoring every moment. Let's enjoy this. Let's be together. Let's not just go to the same restaurant all the time because it's closest. Let's drive a little further and have a new experience and go to somewhere cool that gives you a new outlook 
it just helps your mind to savor life. And even that little simple thing, putting yourself in a new location. I had a meeting recently at a new bread company that I had never been to. Panera is what it's known as outside of St. Louis. And it's a Panera. I've been to a million of those. I mean, probably over 30 locations in my life I have gone. And you can anticipate all their moves. And you know about the hazelnut coffee. And there's no new news. But being outdoors at this one made me feel a little bit of a sense of wonder. And like I was on a little bit of a road trip feeling because the area was new and the layout of the parking lot was different. And I was just in a different part of town. And so I just want to encourage you to drive 10 extra minutes, 20 extra minutes. And I don't do it all the time because I can't because I am spending my my time investing it into some very specific projects. And so I can't be too frivolous with 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. I have to be uh, intentional with the way I spend my time. But about every two weeks, I need a good adventure. And that looks like going to an art show or going to um, something, you know, a new museum or something out of my norm. And that helps my brain. All of a sudden, I'm flooded with new ideas. And uh, even having an Uber driver in another town, it's like the conversation with this beautiful Pakistani man that I met was so fun. And it, it was, it's not my norm. And so all of a sudden we're having this conversation and he gave me a cream soda from Pakistan, which, you know, you're normally not supposed to take food from strangers, but I had been with him for about 40 minutes. So he was a friend (laughs) and we were carpooling with other people. So I ended up in the front seat. Um, It's called pooling with Uber. And it was just a really good time. I mean, he was a terrible Uber driver. He took like five wrong turns at least. And it was so funny. I was like, I was giggling and I was late to the airport, but I didn't really realize it because I had misread my sheet. So I thought I had more time than I did. So it was awesome because I wasn't stressed out and me stressing out there would not have solved anything. I just would have been having toxic chemicals pumping through my system, gasping for air, freaking out that he kept taking wrong turns, but instead I was laughing. And then he was laughing and he was like, I'm so happy you're funny. And I was like, I'm happy you're funny. And we had just a human baseline, amazing experience. And it felt magical. It was just this thing with this person was just like, you are a kind human and I like you. And it was just so nice to be together. And then he said, do you want this soda? It's from my country. I'm like, heck yes, I want your soda, even though it's not on my diet. I'm not going to turn that down. I just took it because it was a gift and it was so sweet. And um, I actually liked it. I tell the truth. If I didn't like it, I'd say, I don't, it's not my fave, but I see why you like it. Or, I mean, if he asked me, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't lie, but I was so thankful for the gift. It was so sweet. Actually, maybe I would have found a way to say something positive because it was so sweet from him, you know? Anyway, so I just want to encourage you, do what you can to love your life every day, even on your diet. Like this is another thing is find things you like, find things you like to eat. I really should have started writing down all my fitness journey when I was 17. If I would have started, actually, I was really skinny at 17. So maybe at like 23, when I started to just not care anymore, then all of a sudden it's like, I need to care. I need to care. So I tried so many different things. I've had personal trainers. I've been on all kinds of diets. I've been in different seasons where I could focus on it and other seasons where it wasn't my focus. And then I had to focus on it. So I could have just entertained you for hours and hours and miles and miles of audio talking 
about my journey. You know, I was picturing you in your car and thinking of miles and miles of you driving and me working you through CrossFit and, you know, all these things. But one thing that I go back to is if you like the food you're eating, it's a lot easier. And so finding healthy food that you like, and I think that that's all of life. It's like, even if you don't like it, being so thankful that I get to have this meal right now. And, you know, I have a simple approach to health and I keep coming back to the basics, drinking plenty of water, eating things from the earth, the least amount of processed steps as possible is easier for our bodies to process and digest instead of go, what is this? I don't know. Put it in a fat cell and put it somewhere because we don't know what this thing is that you're eating, you know, like red dye number five and all these amazing creative ways that people have learned to keep things on the shelves that our bodies don't even literally know what they are because they're man-made. Um, so I try to avoid those things, even though we all know Cheez-Its are amazing, but just can't eat them as much. And exercise, like finding things you like. I am working out doing a program I absolutely love right now. And that helps. It helps. And the thing that I'm doing actually makes me not think. And everything else I think the whole time. So it feels like it's four hours when it's only an hour. And the thing I'm doing right now goes by pretty fast for the most part. But I'm very sore. And again, I like that. That means it's working. So I think that's important. And I think that it's just a lifestyle of finding ways to enjoy your life. And I've talked about this before. When I get ready, my hair takes me at least an hour if I'm really blowing it dry and fixing it because I have the hair of four people, which some people would say must be nice. But the negative side of that is it takes forever and I get a headache if I put my hair up on my head So, because uh, it's so heavy. <laughs> but... I'm not, I'm not complaining. What I decided to do is I bring a show with me when I do my hair. I either set up my stuff in front of my TV or I bring an iPad or my phone and I watch something or I listen to a new album when I'm curling it or straightening it or whatever I'm doing if I'm not wearing it natural. I'm just saying there are ways to make it fun. I can't remember the last time I loaded a dishwasher without having a song on. It's just like, why would why would I not be dancing around the kitchen? If I have to do these tasks that nobody likes, why not make them fun? And I work to have mental associations that are positive with things that I'm avoiding. I really work for that. The other thing I do is I go straight to the thing I'm avoiding the most and I try to get that done first so that I can just be relieved and enjoy the day. Otherwise, I have anxiety. I build anxiety with dangling things over my head and avoiding it. Then it's like that thing is taking me four hours of thinking about it, meditating on it, avoiding it, dreading it. Then I do it for 15 minutes, whatever the task is, vacuuming or whatever. And then it's done so fast. And it's like, why did I even let that thing hang over my head? So I don't live like that. I even get dressed early and then hang around instead of hanging around to the last minute and then getting dressed because I'm relieved. I'm really relieved going, yes, this isn't hanging over my head. So I just think there's a way to live where you set yourself up to love your life and you can love your life whatever season you're in. It's so fun. It's so fun being in wherever you're at. And there are negatives of every season and positives of every season. And so I just really believe in attitude that really is everything. Attitude is everything. When I was a little girl, my dad and I were looking for buildings he was going to rent for something he, he does. And we were in this one building and I looked up and there was a sign and he said, Chelsea, look at this. And it said, attitude is everything. And it was a sign that was behind the scenes of like this diner 
And it was for all of the waiters and waitresses to see before they went out and served the food to the people. And it made a big impression on me. And it helped form my worldview and my filter of like, I want to have a great attitude. I choose to have a great attitude. So I was with some people and they're just like, how are you always happy? And I just have decided that I am going to enjoy every bit of life. And as soon as something weird happens, I'm going to recover really quickly. And I, I've decided that. And there are days that I don't do great at this. There are days that I'm hormonal and weird. But honestly, I work to not be. I work to say, I don't care about this. I put a one on this. And if there's something that demands my attention that's truly valuable to me, I'll put a 10 of importance on it. But if it's something that it's like out of my control, why would I waste time being upset about it? And I just work to roll out of it really fast. But it's a habit and it's a choice. And whenever I fail at this, I remember it and I work on it because it's interesting. People in the higher tier of wealth, a lot of them are really depressed. And I think it's because they thought that that would satisfy them. And then they get there and realize that it didn't. And I've seen this a whole lot where people that you think are so successful would be so incredibly happy, man, if I had that, or if I was at this place of success and I've just gotten to see a lot of people in different roles of life. And it's really interesting that that is not what brings them happiness. And so I just really believe in the value of your choice and decision to love your mom life at home or love your business life traveling all over the world. All are hard. Honestly, the business life traveling around the world is very isolating. You're in and out. You're exhausted. There's a lot of fatigue that happens on your body. You're in a lot of places eating alone table for one, which you know I do and like, and I have no problem with that, but it can get challenging. Your relationships sometimes can suffer for those constantly beating the ground with their feet alone, city to city, town to town, airport to airport. And I've had years like that and I get it. But there's wonderful things that can be seen in those times where you get to discover things and travel and get to experience amazing things. But I can see the mom who's waking up and she's in her house with all of her kids and she's looking out the window dreaming that she could be out there longing to travel like that. But you know what? First of all, it's just a ticket away. Save up for that ticket to Paris. Get a babysitter. And I know you could say it's easier said than done, but it's possible. I've heard people say, it's my dream to go to Paris. Go to Paris. You know what I'm saying? It's like, make it happen. Figure out how to make it happen, even if it's a couple years down the road. If you have to save, if you have to sell a bunch of stuff on eBay, figure it out. If that's a dream, that is one ticket away. You just purchase a freaking plane ticket. And there's ways to, to stay inexpensively in places that aren't too scary. My friend and I, Miriam, went to Italy on a budget and we had a great time and we worked to not terrify our parents and the ones that love us. So we stayed in at least three star bed and breakfast types of places instead of shooting low and doing all hostels where our parents would be gasping for air every second because it was just two women in Italy. And we were we felt safe the whole time and we had so much fun and we did it on a good budget. And so I have friends that just go travel all the time and people are like must be nice but it's not hard it's like don't have a, a worldview where that's impossible it's literally a plane ticket away you just have to plan and strategize and then there are other people that are like man i'd love to stay home i'd love to have a life that was had a repeatable pattern i would love to 
not be constantly on the go. And I honestly have experienced all of those feelings. And I just choose to love my season. I'm going to rock the time I'm in. I'm going to look at the wonderful things. What Look at the positive things. You know what I'm saying? And if you're dealing with something like depression or something where your chemicals are seriously off, get help. Do whatever it takes to get help. You know what I'm saying? Like, So what I'm saying is everything isn't just an attitude choice. I get that some people have chemicals going on and we live in a time that you can get help for that. I just think we got to do the best we can to love our days. And if you've been in the same spot for a long time, work to get out of it because there are other people attached to you. Even if you're the most introverted person, even if you're the most introverted person on earth, you still could help people along the way uh, in your life. So I am excited to talk to you about this today because I really feel like if you can apply it, then you're going to have a much better life. If you can focus on the positives and not bring up negatives in all your conversations, I feel like it truly makes people enjoy being around you more. The people that are constantly like, I was here till six or I'm so tired or it's like, can we stop being so whiny and can we stop pointing out all the ne- the bad things all the time. Let's just try to focus on the positive things. But also, I've been there. I get it. When you're in a funk, it's hard. And I'm not saying fake it. I'm saying choose to filter yourself through positivity. That's it. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back to talk more soon. Mm-hmm.